Hello everyone and welcome to the Circular Thinking Podcast. In this podcast I dive deep into conversations with change makers within the circular economy. This first season focuses on circular fashion, where I interview various key persons where we discuss important topics such as what is sustainability, how is the fashion industry adapting to sustainability and circularity and how can we move forward. In this series I speak to CEO and founders of new circular startups within fashion and textile, consultants helping big fashion brands like Hugo Boss and Salando, and with the Berlin Fashion Week hub Neonit. My name is Marcus, I am the creator and founder of the art collective Mesomats. We are an art collective reusing vintage denim in collaboration with contemporary artists. Let's start the show! Today I meet with Robina von Stein, founder and CEO of Rent Revolution, a Berlin startup focusing on disrupting the fashion industry by allowing customers to rent clothing from the comfort from their home. We talk about how you change consumer habits, the importance of redesigning from the start, what sustainability means for rent and how the industry has to change and that we need to collaborate more. Thank you very much for inviting me to your office, Robina. Welcome. Um, how are you today? Mm, great. Tired. Oh, it's Christmas season and uh, it's a lot of things to do with. Yeah. A lot to do, yeah. I've been following your Instagram. It seems to be a lot. Yeah. A lot of happenings. Okay. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of new events. Um, but for the listeners and everyone, yeah. I always like to start the podcast about asking about the, the guest's background. Mm-hmm. So can you tell me a little bit about your background mm-hmm. and how you ended up where you are today? And so I, my background, I studied economics, uh, philosophy and policy, uh, yeah, politics. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked uh, in the fashion industry, but also on, on the consultancy side, so not directly always into uh, fashion. And I ended up doing or working uh, or building rent by um, their own demand to consume differently. Okay. Yeah. And this topic of sustainability mm-hmm. and circular circularity, mm-hmm. was this something, when did this become more apparent to you, when did this develop? Yeah, so basically was first of all uh, a need uh, to have a, a different um, way of consuming fashion than the fast fashion consumes. So um, yeah. when I was in my, uh, when I was 17, 18, 19 or even 20, I was mm-hmm. still like, you know, love to, went to, sh- to go to Sarah just to buy a dress for the evening. So I really yeah. was, and then, you know, my closet was full of, of a lot of fast fashion items, which I mm-hmm. don't wear. So I was, but I still was in the struggle that I actually like to wear new stuff. And so mm-hmm. I was looking into solutions. And of course, I'm a big fan of, sharing economy concepts, mm-hmm. especially in 2014 there was like this boom in all the mobility and just still going on, right? So yeah. then I was thinking how can this uh, work in, in fashion? And then I was reading more and more about the industry and actually only in 2017 I learned about Elmick Archer Foundation Circular Economy as a new business model which mm-hmm. I fall in love with and then mm-hmm. we started working on it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, how, but how was that about coming, having the rough idea yeah. of your, the rent of yeah. leasing concepts and sharing economy and how did you, like I'm curious about how you, did you actually start the company, did you, from how did you find your team and how did you like test the idea? Test the idea. Yeah, so basically, 
So in, in uh, so as I said in 2014, I looked into the market um, renting fashion, and there was not a lot of in the market then. Mm. Uh, there was one uh, company in Germany called Kleiderei, um, which I was the only uh, or maybe almost single player in the market, mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem really ready then. And then I don't know. I started. I, I continued studying, and so uh, in 2017, when I was already working, I wanted to check out the market. How's it growing? Mm. How's it developing? was really interesting because in Germany not a lot of ha lot has changed, which is actually not a really good sign for entering a new market. But still, I was really curious about it, mm -hmm. and so I visited all the competitors in the German market, and um, I learned about their business and what they're doing, and then I did a lot of customer interviews, and then in January 2018 it was Fashion Week here in Berlin, mm -hmm. and this was the breaking point because. I went to the premium messe, uh, fair, to the premium fair, mm -hmm. and talked to all the fashion brands. And this was really exciting because every fashion brand um, basically told me that um, this would be uh, the future. How do you define this like business model then? From having the idea of renting out clothing, and then there must be obstacles about what kind of clothing can you rent, what can you exactly. not, and. Yeah. So our vision is to build a zero-waste uh, fashion industry, right? Like, uh, like you too have probably this vision. And so basically our focus in, in compared to other rental platforms is that we don't, we believe in the framework of circular economy and this is our, our framework we use. And so basically we don't buy the garments. Every brand who plays products on our platform owns, keeps the ownership of the garments. And this is because they keep also the responsibility how we produce the garments. And so we look with the brands together, um, what is the material, the composition, in order to understand also at the end of the rental period, at the end of the lifetime, mm. what will happen. So we build a framework where we understand to which recycling we can send it. So this is uh, super important for us. And we are still learning a lot about material and how long items can be rented out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if I'm a customer, how do, I, how do I go about if I want to use your platform? So a lot at the moment, um, it's you can log in at uh, vvrent.com, mm -hmm. and then you basically see a selection of the items you can rent, and you mm -hmm. can either rent for one time for seven days, okay. or you can rent. Um, we have two different subscription models. So the one is for thirty-five euros. You can mm -hmm. rent one item, and can also swap for free within the month. So you can actually wear two products for thirty-five euros within mm -hmm. the month. Or for 55 euros, you get a box with three items you can select, mm -hmm. and you can also swap once a month for free. And then everything is a, it's a digital solution, so you as a customer, you don't go to a certain place, but you, mm -hmm. um, you go on the app and you select your, your styles and your subscription, and then it comes home to you. Exactly, so, so you select on the website at home, yeah. it's not an app, um, and you, you get a there is a, it's a reusable package which you can yeah. wear and then you return it. Um, we have some spots uh, where the customer can also select on their own. So we have we partnered with some boutiques and shops in Berlin mm -hmm. where they can go directly and pick some items. But this is always a minimal selection. So on, online mm -hmm. you can rent out everything, but on some stores you can go direct mm -hmm. and um, see some items. I thought it was interesting that you said you only use clothes that are that are used, that are, that are used before. You don't buy new clothes. Uh, clothes yeah, yeah. In your 
we don't necessarily only use new, uh, old clothes, but um, we also work with brands like Overstock or stuff which have not been worn already. Or for okay. example, we now partner with Adidas, mm-hmm. who wants to check out the rental market and yeah. wants to understand their position in this market. And what they done is, or what we have done together, is basically select a products, their new products, or selection mm-hmm. items, um, which we then rent out to the customer. are from a circular line, so they are, can mm-hmm. be reproduced, but they are from their 2019 seasons. Okay, so it's a new season. It's a new season products, yeah. yeah. But of course it's still better to, to, to rent it out several times than only buying it once. Exactly, so we, we, it's, it's good and I, I mean, I'm happy to partner with, I mean, we don't work only with sustainable brands because we don't want to because we really want to change the, the consumer habits also, yeah. and also the brands. And I think I'm happy to work with um, a big player like Adidas, who, mm. who is starting to think differently. And I, I, I like to work with them. They have a good vision also about thinking how to redesign. And this is really important. Yeah. Not to think, um, you know, it's all about like, okay, what do I put in the circle? This is what you have to think about mm. as a brand also. Yeah. For the consumer, it's not really interesting. For the consumer, it's just... You know, okay, I don't have to buy new stuff anymore. But in order to change the system, you really have to think how to design. Yeah, mm. definitely. And what was there? Was there a key a key insight when speaking to customers? Um, and you did. Uh, yeah, when you had your interviews regarding mm. like starting to to rather rent than buy. Ah, oh, that was difficult. I mean, end users, consumers, they. They all seemed really excited about it. We started in 2018, right? Yeah. And we quite quickly launched the, the shop because we were so excited. Yeah. And then, you know, nobody rented. And so we really had to think about, like, how do we get people to rent and yeah. what do they want to rent? So it was quite a challenge because then we, we just started with offline events because then you want to face-to-face, you could mm. explain, the con- explain the concept better. And so on, because there were a lot of you know question marks in the people's heads. Why should I rent? And so um, then we moved to stuff online, and we actually at the beginning we only made it possible to rent garments by a styling call. They had a book of styling call. Okay. We talked with them. They told us about what they want, and so it was quite personalized. So mm. we get like style suggestions for their personal looks, mm. which they could rent in a box. So we got more understanding about our users and uh, what they really want to rent, and so mm-hmm. then we built up the, the shop. How would you describe the, the current state of, of fashion and, and sustainable fashion? I mean, um, it's crazy what's going on at the moment. I think it's a lot of still from the brand side figuring out what sustainable means for them for their strategy also. Yeah. And how, I mean, everybody knows that, every, from a brand, everybody knows that they have to make, do something, have to change. Mm-hmm. Um, also a lot from the marketing perspective and then a lot of greenwashing, of course, is going on. So also you have to be a bit conscious, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see many brands also really wanting to change or wanting to build sustainable in their core strategy. Mm-hmm. But... In the end, everybody wants to make profit and wants yeah. to make more money. And, yeah. and so, of course, I mean, in my interview with when I onboard brands, mm. often the question comes, how do we can make more money by renting instead of selling? So it's, mm. 
Uh, and if you were to talk only with the sustainability departments, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have any any power, uh, or they don't have really a power in changing. So this is something I think the sustainability to really change is still very superficial, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From the end user side, I would um, would say it's different. So I see. Also, our customers, we always ask, why do you interested in renting? And yeah. a lot of people, I think 80% argue that they um, are wanting to use rent because of sustainability reasons. Okay. And um, a lot of people are conscious and they want to rent something with polyester or, um, I don't know, are concerned about the shipping and so on. So I see people are really, and they're really wanting to understand how, why and how is it more sustainable. So yeah. people, I think, like end users are really trying to figure out how they can place sustainability in their lifestyle. I think the interesting part is also the, it's still quite experimental, as you said, with circular economy and implementing it into business models. But as a young brand like, like you, I presume it's a little bit more easier because you can start from the ground and build your, and build your business rather than if you're Adidas and you want to change the whole structure. But I think the interesting question is how can you how can you scale as a as a brand if you want to remain sustainable? So how does how do you see yourself growing, for example, a, your brand while remaining well intact with some sustainability and, and having a Chain yeah, I think you only are actually sustainable if you can can if you can be scalable. Um, because to be honest, let's look at the recycling part. Um, I mean, you need a minimum quantity of um, garments X in order to recycle them and send them to the to recycling companies. Yeah. So I mean, um, I mean, we want, uh, So I think they are sustainability and scalability, as it might sound weird for you, mm -hmm. are actually going hand to hand in circular economy business models. Because also, if you think about the whole supply chain, um, it only works if we are growing on the end user and the brand sides in order to make a real impact. And, um, yeah. I think it's interesting to think about how we can measure a company's success, because mm -hmm. the old way of measuring success, or even today in many ways, are purely economical, but do you think there are, how do, how would you measure a company's success? In I mean, of course, sustainability is part of our core strategy, also we have this impact measurement systems implemented, so it means we look how big is our impact in the industry we can make as a brand. And so what mm -hmm. we are looking at is how many items we have rented out, how long can you rent out one garment, mm -hmm. how much CO2 do you have saved in, instead of buying the pure garment, mm -hmm. um, how many items do we can actually recycle into best case um, virtual material. Mm -hmm. So we look into these, these different points and also of course we look success uh, as, as uh, measurements from a lot of different brands like how many customers do we, um, how many people rent out garments, how many customers we have signed and so on. Mm -hmm. How many brands are joining it's also a big um, success measurement, but impact measurements are part or are the, the core line here. Mm. Well, the word sustainability, as we've talked about before, can be yeah. can, is, a, is, a, is a broad word. Yeah. And you said it also can be companies that say they are sustainable and greenwashing is also can be a fact. What does sustainability mean, mean for you? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so basically, at rent at the moment, we only look at sustainability as not using new resources. So basically, um, it's a, for us, sustainability is a zero-waste industry, right? So this is our core idea behind sustainability. And so, which also means we have products which can be reused, redesigned, so that we that not, nothing ends up in waste. And do you, uh, have you noticed different interests if you visit, for example, other cities like in Europe? Are there mm -hmm. more or less keen on, on mm -hmm. renting? Mm, so from the market in Europe, um, so we get a lot of requests from Austria and Switzerland, okay. um, where we also um, are looking into. Mm -hmm. um, then I think all the Nordic countries are um, really keen about renting. Yeah. Um, I see in the south um, more uh, a different a different mindset. But I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure. But I, I see in so yesterday I had an interview with a French journalist mm -hmm. um, who told me a bit about the customers there and. Also, Italy, Spain. I think these um, you consumers are maybe less uh, sustainable conscious, and are also like if you think about Italy, these people are more seeing fashion as a status symbol of some kind. So this is something which not necessarily aligns to renting. What would you say, like from a global perspective, what are the main obstacles to um, to attain a, a more wider circular economy? I mean, finding one standard, first of all, right? Communication, also like transparency, traceability, um, finding also one standard, um, building a supply chain. Um, I think these things are, are really important. And mm -hmm. um, what I see at the moment in, eco uh, in the sustainable um, scheme is um, not enough communication. So everybody is working on quite similar things. Yeah. So um, I think that's a bit a problem because in the end we need um, also one one standard system, which uh, also one standard communication tool, which can transfer information about the garment material or about the customer usage or a framework to know to which recycler to send what. And so basically, a lot of people are building on these things, but. I think it's really important that also in sustainability it's a lot about collaboration, mm -hmm. but um, I think at the moment it's not enough collaborative yet. Though it's developing and we also partner for example with the Renew Workshop, which mm -hmm. is located in the States and also in Amsterdam, okay. um, in order to build up uh, getting support also um, in the scalability part on the recycling and repair. Okay, so how how can circular economy compete with a linear economy? And do you do you believe yeah from a purely uh, economical growth perspective? Yeah, I think um, that's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> because um, that's a challenging because at the moment so there are statistics that you can actually um, on a circular economy business model make um, 1.5 more revenues with one garment. There's a statistic recently um, mm -hmm. published by Emily Art Foundation. But um, if you look on the cash flow moment, so mm -hmm. like how long it takes to make um, 
this amount of revenue with your garment, mm. it takes longer. Yeah. And a lot of brands, so for example, with the case with Adidas, their sales, their food, they're really sales-driven company, right? Mm. So they look on how much net profit they make. And um, so what we had started with them comparing how it is with rental and, and, and wholesale. And of course, rental in the short term loses, but in the long run, we will win. Also from an environmental perspective. Yeah. Yeah, that's of course very like important incentive for for the companies you also work with to show yeah. them that it can it can also give them a profit. Exactly, and I think um, we really have to you know rethink. It. I mean, that's what with whom we are competing um, with the linear model, and I think the linear model doesn't make sense at all. So, um, but okay, yeah. but at the moment, it's everybody is say it's driven from the brands and so yeah. um, it's a, it's like if you eat sugar yeah in the short moment you're really happy about it but afterwards you feel it's sick yeah. that that's the thing we're doing at the moment so in order to train people to to, to don't eat sugar <laughs> it takes some time <laughs> <That's good analogy. laughs> what is your uh, what is your vision how how the fashion industry will look like in, in the future i think um the industry is becoming circular, the circular economy is the new normal. Um, I think renting will be the normal part of consuming fashion in the future. Um, I think we have to be really conscious uh, about what, how we produce and I don't see there a lot of willingness yet for the brands and also not, not a lot of interest from the end user. <laughs> And um, I think this is the biggest challenge we really have to have to um, solve. If you want to read more about the podcast, you can find more info on mesonmats.com slash circular thinking podcast. And you can follow us on Instagram at mesonmats. All the links can be found in the description. Please let me know what you think, subscribe and leave a review. And thank you so much for listening.